Welcome to On The Map. I'm Lee Carriher, your host. I'm the CEO and founder of Double Forte, a national independent public relations, social media, and communications agency. We are on a mission to help companies from the solopreneur to the mid-cap market maker achieve their goal, get on the map, be known for what they're great for, and make a difference in the world. At the end of the show, which is about 20-ish minutes, I will share with you how to become a guest on the show. So please stick around for that. In the meantime, here's the next 23, 24 minutes of greatness in marketing communications and helping people get on the map with real life advice. Here we go. Everybody, it's Lee Carher on with On the Map, and today I have Dr. Amy Novotny with me, who has an incredible business that um, is just helping people live their lives healthfully and without pain and everything else. So I'm super excited to have you meet Amy. Do I call you Dr. Amy or just Amy? You can just call me Amy. Okay, Amy. <laughs> Thank you for coming today. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Lee. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. So I'm going to read just a smidge of her um, bio for you. So you just get a context of what, who she is and all she's done. So Dr. Amy Novotny founded the Paber Institute with the mission to provide pain, stress, and anxiety relief to those who seek a naturalistic form of treatment when other treatment methods have fallen short. Her unique approach comes from her experience treating in a variety of settings with a wide range of patient populations over the last 12 years. She's got a background in orthopedics, sports, geriatrics, balance disorders, and nerve injuries, and most recently chronic pain. She knows a lot about our bodies and about our brains. Um, she's co-authored two Amazon number one bestsellers, Don't Quit, Stories of Persistence, Courage, and Faith, and Success Habits for Super Achievers. So if there's something she can't tell us, I don't know what it is. Um, she also speaks several languages. So now that I'm feeling really underachieved, um, I'm so happy to talk to you about um, the Paber Institute and you and what you do. So tell us first about why you started this company. That's interesting because it's a little bit of a story. So I was, I was working in a clinic. So this was back when I was using my doctorate of physical therapy degree and I was working in a clinic and I started getting really strange cases, weird complication cases, and started working with people who had bone on bone, knee arthritis. They were told they had to have surgery. There was no other help. So I would, I was able to help them avoid surgery. They got out of pain, they got back to their mobility. And so a gentleman, I was living in Arizona at the time and a gentleman flew from Florida to come see me a couple of times. And he was a world famous bird photographer. He wanted help. Yes. Yeah. He wanted, he didn't want to have a knee replacement, right? Several different trips scheduled for that year, including going to Antarctica to a really remote location. That was the first time in eight years that anyone could go there. And so he contacted me and he flew in and we worked together for a few days and his pain went away. So we went home. He came back again to fix some other body parts. His whole body was fine. He went home, he fell on some water and busted up his shoulder. So he came back and he said, I want to hire you to travel around the world with me and you coach me on this process so that I don't have to have surgery either for my knee or my shoulder. And I said, sure, I'll do it. 
So I basically left my whole entire life for six months, went around the world, ended up in Antarctica, kept this guy out of a rotator cuff surgery. And he had had an MRI show tears. He didn't have to have a knee replacement, all those things. And during that time, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I got to do something different. I cannot go back into a clinic because what I do is not physical therapy. It's this own technique that I develop. I can't go back into a place where I'm only working with a limited population. I, I want to get this out there and I want to teach this method. I want to show people what's possible. And that was the impetus. When I came back, I decided to start my business. And that was in December of 2018. And it's just been a very fun ride. You know how the roller coaster goes. Yeah. Um, and so it's been a definite ride for the past four years. And it's so, one I've enjoyed and cried on. Yeah, I'm sure. Right. We all do as you know, business owners. So did you just find clients who could take you around the world with them for every six months? Or did you open up an office? How you? What did you do when you first started the company? Because I know that I imagine that you've had to change things since um, March, 2020. So let's yes. first talk about how you started your business the first time. And then we'll talk about how you restarted. Yes. Restarted <laughs> so, it during the, night, yeah. the nettiness. Exactly. So when I came back in the end of December of 2018, I had no clue how to start a business, but I jumped in and I actually had a physical place mm-hmm. because my idea of my methodology was I had to be in person with the person and I had to have my hands on them. Mm-hmm. I hadn't yet developed the skills that I have now. Mm-hmm. And that came later if COVID forced that, of course. Um, so for the first year, I, until March, 2020, I was in person, but I still traveled around and I spoke at different events, different masterminds, different, you know, different speaking events. And I did group sessions as well as worked with people one-on-one, but I had a clinic. I, I worked in person. And then of course the pandemic hit COVID hit and I was shut down, couldn't do anything in person. And at the time prior to that, I was doing some people virtually, But I'd say my skills were not that great Mm -hmm. at at understanding how to communicate something to someone to get them to transform their body. I could do it very well with my hands and get them to shift and feel a change. But how do I visually see what's going on and then verbally communicate to elicit them to sense and feel something different to get their body to change? And so I said, okay, here we go. We go virtual. And of course it was like, I was literally starting a business all over again and they had to go from there. So when you started the first time though, I mean, it sounds like you were off of the races speaking and that got you in front of a lot of people. How'd you get those speaking gigs? Did you just call people up? How did you do that? Did you already have a reputation or what did you do? No. So it was kind of interesting. Um, when I first opened up a clinic, I reached out to everyone I knew who had, I'd worked with before and said, can you write me a testimonial? Mm-hmm. And so then I just started using social media and I reached out to people, but it was, it was extremely hard. It wasn't until I decided to go, this sounds really funny to a real estate investing event and just be around people who think a little bit differently, who are thinking about their future, who are thinking about creating financial freedom, passive income. And I started getting around those people and I just, I was like the little student in kindergarten. I had no clue what I got myself into. And I just got to know people. And then this, I went to another event and I paid for these events, you know, hundreds and thousands of dollars. 
And I just went to them and I showed up and I showed up to the next event and Robert Kiyosaki was there and someone had told me the host of the event said, you need to work with him. Uh, like, okay, how do I get to work with him? He, you know, he wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Everyone's around him. He's very popular, very famous. And so he had a book signing and I went up to him and I just said, I really appreciate your book. I changed my life because of your book. And so he asked me what I did. And I said, I get people out of pain. And he's like, oh, can you help me? I said, absolutely. Of course I'll help you. Right. I'm like, okay, I want you to help me at, during this event. I said, okay. And so the next night at dinner, he came up to me at, during dessert and he said, so when are you going to help me? I said, whenever you want. And of course, everyone else is like, wait, who's this girl? <laughs> we don't even know who she just showed up. Who is she? And wants her help. <laughs> So I, t- I went off to a corner on the cruise ship and I helped him and he felt better. And so the next day he sought me out and he started telling people I was his body healer. And that's how for the next four days that basically happened. And so people heard about this. And so I, I a gentleman named Kyle Wilson, who is business partners with Jim Rohn and made Jim Rohn famous in the seminar world. He heard about what I did and he asked me to help him. So lo and behold, then I helped him. He's like, okay, I want you to come speak at my event. So then I started speaking at his events. And so that's kind of how it branched out. And I realized there was something to it on how to grow a business was go where you can find your clients, but don't tell them what you do. Just get to know them. Mm-hmm. truly be interested in them because then you can learn how you can eventually help them. Because mm-hmm. every time I found out if I went in and say, oh, I do this, this, and this, people back away. But if I just go in, Hey, what do you do? And just, Hey, you like that sunset, you know, just talk about other things. Eventually it comes around to talking about what you do, but I never push it. I never, I never sell. Well, I also think you have to not be shy. You are not shy. You put yourself in situations where, I mean, you were set up for disaster and you just figure it out. And you were not shy about going up to people or thanking them for their impact on you. You know, when you can, um, I mean, people like to be thanked for their impact. Absolutely. You know, they do. Um, and then also not, I really like what you just said, you know, you've put yourself in these situations, you've paid to go to these conferences before you were speaking at them, um, Mm -hmm. and just meeting people and being a fish out of water. Right. Um, and I really like that thought, right? You got to be a different, get to a different group who can, you can learn from, because usually if we're particularly, I imagine in the healthcare business, you know, you're around practitioners, you're not around marketers, you're not around business people all the time. You're around people who like, okay, just bring me the patient. I will fix them. Yes. Um, and once you start your own, you put your shingle out and you need to know a lot of other things, right? Yes. Um, and so many people like yourself cannot make it happen or it, or they're just, they're always stressed about, oh my God, do I need to do a newsletter? What do I, who do I call? Da, 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 all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate that. What you did was recognize that you didn't know what you didn't know yeah. and then go put yourself around people. And then this service mentality that you have of thanking and just being around people. Um, I mean, that sounds like it really built your client list very quickly. It did. And I think I am not the most done up showy person. I'm very, what you see is what you get. And I think that helps because I use that when I work with people, because I need them to know that I'm not above them. I'm here holding their hand and then guiding them. 
So there is never any facade or anything like that. And I, that really helps when, so people can feel like they can trust me because I need to know what's going on in their life in order to help them. And so I, there were times where I was told you need to act this way or dress this way, put more makeup on, wear this. And I didn't feel like myself. And as soon as I shifted, I was like, okay, I can't do that. I got to show up as me, even if I'm not that supermodel or not done up that way, at least I'm me and then I'm going to connect. And so that's how I go with it. Sort of so, so important. What a great lesson. What a great lesson. It is exhausting to present something that you are not. It's exhausting and you're going to screw it up. I mean, (laughs) truly, you're going to have one extra drink and it's going to be like, and by the way, this is I mean, all of a sudden it all falls down, right? Or you're going to just be tired and you're going to be like, what happened? You're just not going to put your makeup on one day. And it's like, wait a second, who, what, what, where, right? Um, And the more um, true to yourself, knowing yourself, being confident in your skin, um, even if you're not confident, a lot of people are not confident in their skin, but just saying, you know what, this is me, take it or leave it. The more success you will have in connecting with people because, um, the, you know, the Instagram life versus the real life. <laughs> yeah. And I think a lot of our mental health issues, frankly, are about the Instagram life and not, and, you know, the keeping up with the Joneses that is just so artificial. Um, we don't need any more pressure on that. So I really appreciate that as well. What a great philosophy that we should all learn from. Oh my gosh, Amy, we should all do that. <laughs> then when the, um, when COVID hit, you had to restart your business because mm-hmm. you had a different modality um, yeah, yeah. and you're, you weren't speaking anywhere and you weren't, you know, people couldn't come t- see you. So when you talk about restarting your business, tell us about that. Oh, I'll be honest. I hid for a month, cried a lot. I oh, went, yeah. oh, take <laughs> exactly. Just like everyone else. I was like, I'm frozen in time. Wait, what do you mean? We're not going back. Yeah, of course it was that. And then about a month, it was kind of towards the end of April. I was like, okay, sort of light a fire under me and say, I reached out to everyone I knew who had audiences on social media. Mm-hmm. And I said, can we do a Facebook live? Can we do Instagram live? Wasn't that big yet, yeah. but I was like, okay, if you're doing any type of zooms, cause a lot of people are trying to pivot into this whole zoom world. And so I just said, if you have anything going on, can I speak to them? I will be glad to speak to them offer, you know, free, you know, free time of me speaking, I will be glad to do whatever it takes. And then the other thing I really started pumping was, okay, who do I know who has a podcast that I could reach out to and speak on podcasts? And I had done that previously here and there, maybe a few, but then when 2020 came, I was like, okay, time to get on as many podcasts as I can. And honestly, I didn't know if that would work because Usually it takes people time to develop a rapport with you to actually want to work with you. They need to see you five, 10, 15 times and know that you're legitimate and you really know what you're talking about. So I wasn't really sure if podcasts would work, but I figured, you know what, even if it helps someone and I never work with them, that's okay. At least it still gives me my purpose. So I started doing that as well. And then I started gaining momentum and it took probably until from March to October before I built back up, but I did. And I was like, wow, okay. I can, I can start a business twice. <laughs> I, I didn't know I could do that. Sometimes you're kidding. What a revelation. 
Yeah. So I think, uh, um, well, that, first of all, it's brave, right? I mean, I think all of us, we just crawled into a, crawled into a closet at the time I couldn't, I wanted to, um, but I, you know, I have a team and I have to keep them moving and oh my gosh. And we, oh, I won't even go in there, but um, it's just such a, um, and we're not going back, right? We're not, you know, be, whatever I, we call it, you know, the never normal. If 2020 was not normal, and 2021 was the next normal and 2022 is supposed to be the new normal. No, the new normal is the never normal because mm-hmm. our concept of normal, I think is, you know, it yeah. was fictitious anyway. What was so great about that? You know, I'm going <laughs> to, yeah. except that you have to wear a mask and people weren't dying all the time, <clears throat> you know, from this one thing. So, um, but I think that was, in, you know, very ingenious of you because first of all, you come across, you know, having conversations lets people see so much more about you than just writing articles and stuff like that. Um, And then the beautiful thing about podcasts is every host is only incented to every host of a podcast is incented by, because of the process of being a podcast host to um, amplify their guests. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's a pay, you know, every show notes page has your name in it. So I'm sure that your search uh, terms and you get to decide, I mean, you, when you filled out the form for our podcast, you told us what links you wanted to put into the show notes, right? We didn't ask, you know, tell you, oh, we'll only put the, no, 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 you, you supply it all. And um, because most of us as podcasters are not professional broadcasters, right? You know, this is not uh, NPR podcasts. So, although, you know, maybe one day, but um, Mm -hmm. in terms of being able to be found, half the battle, you know, so you had to be found by people who had not seen you before, Mm -hmm. who had not heard you before. And podcasts are a great way to be found and be heard um, by people who don't know you, who haven't seen you before um, and get a much more intimate because you're right in their ears. Mm -hmm. You're right in their ears, right? You're in their brain. That was a genius of you. Good for you. Um, So if people today, you know, so, um, and you call yourself a body healer. Like, first of all, I want to have my own body healer. I'm just saying, if you can have a body <laughs> that bird photographer can have a body healer. I think I can too. I didn't call myself that. He called me that. I'm, I know. I, well, he, I would he was not like that. that. Hashtag body healer. Go <laughs> ahead and run with that on social media. Seriously. Okay. Um, but you have a very holistic approach. It's not just about the body, but it's also about the spirit and the brain and the mental. Yeah. So can you tell us a little more about your, what you do for people so people could understand that? Right. So we live in a stressed out world. And whenever we have a stressor, whether it's work, finances, relationship, kids, pandemic, whatever it is, Every time, every time you have a stressor, it ramps you up into that fight, flight, freeze mode. It's called your sympathetic nervous system. There's also another component called fawning, which is that desire to please. So you're always on alert. I help people calm down from that. Uh-huh. So a lot of times meditation can work so people can clear their mind. They might go for a run. They might do some things, but often we don't clear our body. And we have to de-stress our body because every stressor causes a physiological change in the way our muscles work. And it basically takes us and shrink wraps us and we become locked up. And so you'll hear people say, oh, I feel like I'm 120 years old or I can't bend over to touch my hamstrings. I feel like I can't breathe. I feel like my mind's racing. I feel like all of a sudden I woke up one day and I have pain. I hear those things, anxiety attacks. Those are all 
signs and symptoms that your nervous system is so ramped up and you don't know how to calm down now, like meditation or different types of things, even breath work, they can bring you down, but often, unless you don't do it, you pop back up. And so like physical therapy, that someone might stretch you that might bring you down, but you might come back up. And so what I work on is how do we change your internal wiring so that your body knows how to relax and let go. Your ribs go back into position, your breathing mechanics change. So you feel calm. And then you can use it as a tool where you calm yourself down if you want to, but then let's say you're on stage and you want to ramp up. You can like stick your chest out. You can be ramped. You could be ready to go, but then you can bring yourself back down, change the mood, change the energy, and you can shift. Wow. Yeah. My brain is racing right now with what you just told me. <laughs> um, the, uh, I know probably about, uh, 10 million kids who need your help right now. <laughs> I work with kids and their parents with ADHD as well. Yeah, I'm sure. And just the, just the stressors of, am, am I in school? Am I out of school? Am I with someone who did get vaccinated or didn't get vaccinated? Am I going to get sick? Or am I not going to, I mean, the whole, the whole thing of the last two years has really upended so much, um, for everybody, but kids, I think, you know, if parents have a hard time, imagine children. <laughs> they do. And the problem is kids, they sense and they replicate the nervous system of the parents. Yeah. I was actually just listening to a podcast on, on this today about how babies develop the fight or flight nervous system or the parasympathetic nervous system of their parents. Mm-hmm. And so how you handle stress as a kid, re- they're watching you. So yeah. all you parents out there work on calming down right Right. for your sanity as well as your kids yeah okay (laughs) so many more questions but that'll have to be in another podcast um so pabr p-a-b-r what does it stand for pain awareness breathing relief so basically tell us people what you're going to do for them (laughs) taking you from pain to relief but we have to work on your awareness of your fight or flight nervous system your awareness of tension your awareness of how unstable or locked up you are using breathing and also training muscles to get you relief wow so it's your is it your own method that you've delivered or is this something that exists in the world elsewhere No, this is something that I've developed it, just the unique circumstances of my past and knowledge of human anatomy, physiology, physical therapy, plus studying the nervous system, plus other coursework and my neurotic uh, desire to run the Boston Marathon led to me developing this. Got it. (laughs) And I know that you, you ran it, right? Yes. Four times. Four. Oh, only four times. (laughs) Only four times. I (laughs) I used to live on the route. I used to live in Newton on the route on Com Ave, or near Com, not on Com, but near Com Ave. So, uh, yeah, they never, cause I live so far down the line, you know, mm-hmm. I was never inspired to do this <laughs> People <laughs> at their worst. Oh my gosh. Coming off the big hill. Um, um, that's cool. That is so cool. The, um, I lost my train of thought on the question I was going to ask you. Um, do you, oh, I guess, do you also train other people like yourself to, um, to institute this message? I mean, this method? 
I'm working on that. I don't have a full certification program yet, but I'm working on that. And I have helped other practitioners. A lot of times I'll work with personal trainers so Mm -hmm. that they can change their methods to, so their client stops hurting. Um, Same thing with massage therapists, Mm-hmm. Um, other healthcare practitioners, I've worked with them personally so that they can shift themselves, but then also educate their clients too. The ripple effect. Yes. And you've written two books. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was recently, or is that before you started the Pauber Institute? Uh, this was since then. So yes. So the one was in 2019, the second one was in 2020. And so I was, I was a co-author on both of the books and Um, There's a little bit of uniqueness on each of them, but they basically talk about the story of how you can shift, getting rid of self-doubt, how you kind of go forward, stop limiting yourself and how you persist. Um, And some of my history is in there dealing with my mom and some of the trauma she put me through, but how, how you come overcome through those things as well. Has that helped you as well? Having those are the books are books ever your calling card for getting business or establishing your company, or is it just something you do to serve other people? Those are mostly to serve other people. Occasionally, I'll get people who who read them and then they work out work to you know work with me. Yeah. Um, but I think most of it, some people use those books as like their calling card. Um, I honestly haven't pushed it that much. Mm-hmm. I. I like books for just allowing people to absorb. Right. And then if they want, they can reach out to me. I'm a little bit more passive when it comes to sell selling, which right. uh-huh. good or bad it is. Yeah. Well, it's authentic to you and it's, it seems to be working. So that's yeah. good. Well, we'll have um, the links to your books in our show notes page. So please go on over to the show notes page and click on that. And, you know, we can all use what Amy is providing in the world. So um, if the book is a place for you to start with that, start with the book and then um, we can go to the next level. And of course, I've kept you longer than I promised. Um, <laughs> I always do. And the production team is always like, Lee, can you shorten it up? No, I can't. Um, <laughs> I'm always so interested. Um, I'm just so impressed with, you know, you started your starting a business is not for the faint of heart. And um you know, you went and tackled things you didn't know. And then of course the COVID threw you another boomerang right in the middle and, you know, chopped off your head. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you figured it out. And now I'm sure that every time someone's listening to you in a podcast, they are being helped. So, um, and I hope that all of our listeners just understand that there is a resource out there for just what we are going through, what we just go through as a regular human being um, in Dr. Amy. So, um, uh, and you said you have a special for us. So if you can share with us, um, your special offer. Sure. So anyone who sends me an email, amy at paberinstitute.com, I will do, I'll set up a free consult with them and we'll find out what they need, whether it's, it's free videos, I'll go through my list of videos and I'll send them to them. Um, if they want, um, to get, other, other resources I can look and see if they want to work one-on-one, we can do that too, but I want to meet them and we'll take some time. And when I say 15 minutes, it usually lasts a little bit longer, but, um, just, just so you know, but I do want to offer that so people can, especially if they're not sure if this is the right for them and then they need more specifics and want to tell me their story, we can go through that. Awesome. That is so generous of you. So 
I hope you all take um, Dr. Amy up on this because just even having the conversation can be very enlightening. Um, Amy, thank you so much for being on, on the map. You clearly have gotten onto a big map of people. And I think everyone can learn from your business is that, you know, your business sense of what has worked for you to become um, more known and more successful in, in your own business. And secondly, the service that you offer is something that is so needed in our world. So thank you for doing that and being available to us. I so appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Lee. Really appreciate your time as well. All right, everybody. Until next time, I'm Lee Carher, and this is On the Map. Let me just um, stop recording. Pause. Thank you so much for listening to On the Map. If you're a successful entrepreneur of a company or if you are a, a marketing executive who has had success on getting on the map in your industry or your location or among certain different consumers or customers, I would love to talk to you about how you did it, what programs and tactics you use to become known, become famous for what you do, the difference you make for your customers and your clients or your consumers. Um, in order for you to apply, just go over to my website, go.double-forte.com backslash podcast slash guest. And that's a mouthful. It'll be in the show notes. So just go down there and apply. We are publishing on the map all the time with awesome guests who are sharing for from the trenches ideas and success stories that we can all apply in our own businesses. So it to get all of the shows and not miss anything, please subscribe. And I so appreciate you if you can also give me a thumbs up or give me a rating. This helps the show be seen. I can't under, you can't underestimate the power of a a thumbs up and I would really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. And now it's time for you to go get on the map.